Yo, 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 what is going on? This is DJ Brainstorm on the mic with you right now, coming to you live and direct with episode number 177 Mm. of the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts podcast. The DMST boys are back here on a Sunday with y'all again. Thank you to everybody that is tuning in on Facebook Live right now and everybody that will be tuning in to Facebook Live right now and everybody tuning in throughout the week on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on Wooshka. Wooshka. Anywhere, wherever, however you get your podcast, we want to thank y'all for tuning in this week. Playboy, how you feeling? I ain't feeling good, man. Yeah. But I'm okay. You're still messed up, man. Man, I'm all effed up. (laughs) I'm all freaked up, man. It's like BET. Blacks, you know Black Star Power movies? You Mickey Ficky. It's like, no, it's cool, man. It's another, it's another day, another week, man. Uh, hey, ready to get it in as usual, man. Let's get it. All right. Uh, Dev, how you feeling? Man. <laughs> you know what? This is the thing, man. This is the thing. I'm feeling all right. All right? I'm feeling all right. Uh-huh. I don't understand in this in this crimeless city we live in. You understand what I'm saying? We do nothing illegal in this city, clearly, because it's police waiting in the cut to catch you at a rolling stop. Tell them how you really feel. At a stop sign. <laughs> a rolling stop? <clears throat> this is the thing, though. You give me a ticket for a rolling stop. I'm not going to stop rolling stopping, though. <laughs> So I don't understand the point of the ticket. Right. Ain't nobody murdering nobody in Cleveland right now. Nobody. Oh my goodness. Right. Ain't nobody motor vehicle accidenting nobody right now. You worried about me and a rolling stop? Like the whole point should be to really rehabilitate the action. I'm not gonna stop. Right. Next time I'm at that stop sign on Belvoir, Cleveland Police. At one in the morning, leaving the DMST studio, I'm a roll stop again. Come All get right. this little bread. Happy Sunday. Power to the people. God. It was just pointless. They came to the. He gonna come up, young black dude. You see, police always trying to like. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm. I, I got stopped today. I got a, a ticket Did on you? the way. Sorry. You saying you got pulled over? Is that what happened? It was some little young black dude. You can tell he's trying to overcompensate for all the black people that's been killed. He like, hey, 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 sir. Uh, do you know how he pulled you over? I just handed him my license and and um. And Hurry insurance. your bitch ass. Up. Yeah, he like, this is, this is your license and insurance. Yeah, man. Come on, man. So whatever, man. I'm feeling good though. But how was your week? I <laughs> was how my the Browns won today. Yeah, you was it at was, the game. You yeah, went man. The game today, I, yeah. I finally went back. You know, I sold my tickets for the past what three games? Three games. Yeah. yeah. So I finally went back. It was cool. Yeah. It's a good game. Yeah. You 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 really you really measured right now because usually you'd be going through the roof for a Browns win, but you I just right didn't now. understand the roll and stop ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand. 
It's like I stopped, right? Okay, this is the thing. Keep it 100 with everybody. Hold on, Dave. Yeah. Can I say something real quick? Go quick? ahead, man. <laughs> we ain't even got I'm to introduce the guest though. nothing. Hey, I'm going to let everybody in attendance know right now, uh-huh. this is going to be a great <laughs> effing show. It's going to be a great Mickey Feeky oh show, bro. Gosh. For sure. Uh, this is going to make it even better. Then we're going to be excellent. Oh, it's going to start in a minute. Oh, yeah. but yeah, man. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just don't understand. Like, if there's no cars on the road, just give me a... Just let me roll through the stop sign. Who are you like, like why you care, bro? Nigga? Like, why you care? Why you care so much? <clears throat> this is the Cleveland side of Belvoir. You know how many cars... I be going in the store, and I be smelling the weed from the car. Now, I'm not a hater. I'm just saying, right now, weed illegal. Right now. Right. Just go stand outside of a store and playing I'm pretty sure you can catch you one can motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Right. I was walking in, B- in BP the other day, and I'm like, gee, y'all going to set the gas station on fire. <laughs> the smokiest car in America right now. But they good. But I rode through a, a Carlos Street stop sign, and I get a ticket. Whatever, man. All right, then. Uh, little tiny ass writing from the little officers, little tiny fingers. Hold on. Look at the little tiny this ass nigga writing. This got the actual ticket. <laughs> Look at the little writing. This is what took you so long. It took him 10 damn minutes to write the ticket. This nigga is writing little tiny ass baby kindergarten ass writing. All right, Whatever, man. man. Are you, do you feel better now? I feel a little bit better, man. Okay. Ooh. All right. Um, so, my week. <laughs> No, I know. Well, I was only on. I was only asking how how you how, yeah, you, how, how you feeling. How yeah. you feeling? <laughs> no, we ain't even gotten to it. We ain't got to the other part. But I'm feeling good. I'm guess I'm better than you, motherfucker. So uh, I'm just gonna stop right there. Yeah. We got a couple guests in the building today yeah, with us, yeah, as y'all yeah. can see. Sorry, if y'all I apologize, are, y'all. If y'all are live on the feed right now, we have two guests. We have um, singer Yana, mm-hmm. and also manage her managers with her. Jess is with us today. So that we want to welcome them too to the DMST yes, podcast absolutely. today. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're about Hello. to. Hello, everybody. We're about to catch up with them and uh, and see everything that's going on with them and the music and everything and uh, and uh, and then get into some regular DMST stuff. So, yeah, no Playboy, how was your week? My week was cool. Uh, I'm uh, ready to stop working for the rest of my life. Hmm. Are you prepared? <laughs> uh, hell no. My four hundred one k ain't looking that great right now. No, my my week was cool. I'm just dealing with these sinuses and ear things like this probably been the past like two and a half months i've been dealing with this and i feel like right now i'm so clogged up like it hurt my head is hurting like literally like it's pressure sinus pressure everything but other than that, I mean, I'm cool. You know, you know me, man. I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a push through it anyway, man. So, all right. I'm here. So, it's, yeah. it's a lovely week. My, oh, my birthday was Wednesday. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, happy hey, birthday. So, that's thank you. We're gonna my talk birth- about it. Yeah. Hold on. Let, let's take a quick pause break. You can yeah. edit it. Turn that, turn that, see if that thing on there is, is turned I, I, up. I, it should be. I, I gotta see if it's, if we got it. can be. Can somebody hit the mic? You, it's not. I just take mine. Okay. Oh, oh, look, look, look at the cheers. Look at the cheers. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm saying, we, we done did 177 of these shows. Every right. now and then, somebody going to fuck up at some point. Right. Freak hey. up. <laughs> oh, by the way. Freak up. Freak up. Oh, uh, goodness. Just in case they didn't Freak hear up. me when I said it, it was my birthday this week. Go ahead. Whoop, whoop. 
Niggas want to cash app. You can't because niggas doing that nowadays. You see yeah. that shit? Yeah, niggas be putting their cash, cash app up. How how big is that right now? Y'all got to tell me that real quick. How how big is that cash app? Do people really get money when they put the cash app on there and it's their birthday? I don't know. I did. did you did? I, I got me some money. Did you get some bread? Yes, I did. <laughs> really? Both of y'all? I got some money. <laughs> but y'all got breasts, so it's a little different. I don't know. They got what? <laughs> they got breasts, so I don't know. Oh, that was... That's, 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 they got so chicken titties. So that's right there. That's, it's, that's, that's chicken titties. Big old chicken titties. All right. Uh, Yana, how... <laughs> <laughs> they missed, they missed yeah, they missed uh, Yana, how was your week? My week, uh, busy, uh-huh. but amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, my first single dropped, so I'm super Yay. happy. <laughs> sure did. Super happy. Um, trying to get this ball moving on this music thing. So, what's the name of said single? It is Magic. It's called mm-hmm. Magic. Um, featuring Young Scrat from uh, Loe Music. Uh, super banger. I think we've been getting pretty good feedback on it. Yeah. <laughs> That's dope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jess, how was your week? My week was pretty good. Um, you know, I work I work a lot, so uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll be busy. Okay. So it's always interesting. Okay. Okay. <sighs> my week, man, my week was actually okay. <laughs> Look, though, I'm like sad. the size, though, the size of distress. <laughs> I'm, finally, I'm a little loud. It's just today. No, I'm finally ahead. settling in. At the at the you know at the, at the school. Or I was whatever. gonna ask you how's so, that going? Yeah, man, it was it was a cool week. Um, yeah, it, it was it was a cool week overall. You know, up until about forty five minutes ago, and it still was cool. I turn, <laughs> you know, you can't let something go. I turned my music back on. I was listening. It's the right and the wrong way to love somebody. So I paused it. Then they took my license and registration. And I hit play again. Yeah. I sit back. I use the the my my hand sanitizer in the car to clean my little rearview mirror. A little white cop gonna walk up on the passenger side with the flashlight when they came back. Were you cleaning your your rearview with the with the uh, the Germex? Yeah, what y'all think with the gun and the Germex? Anyway, all right. Anyway, so, back to it. I'm good. Had a good week. Had a good okay. Week. Um, so since the beginning of the show, since since. It wasn't loud or wasn't going up to the video. Well, we they wanna, don't know. We want to introduce our guest again. We have Yana Singer, Yana, and then her manager, Jess, is also with us. Jess of Crown Dynasty, right? Crown Dynasty. Crown Dynasty. Why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about Crown Dynasty and what that's about right now? Um, so I'm rebranding right now. Crown Dynasty originally was going to be a label, a music mm-hmm. label, but I transitioned into a development company for mm-hmm. artists. Um, it's more of a small scale, and that's kind of what I really do mm-hmm. in managing. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know, Yana, you said your single is out. So how long have you been um, doing music at this time? Um, <clears throat> I've been doing music pretty much all of my life. I'm not going to lie. But actually trying to pursue it, it's been um, about three years mm-hmm. trying to really like get myself out there. Yeah. I took a small little break for about a year um, after having my son, had to focus on, you know, getting my shit together. And then I was like, once I got myself together and I kind of knew who I was, then I started back up. So, Okay. So um, where did your start come from with, with music? Uh, what made you really kind of, or what was your first, like, trip into actually trying to do something and taking it seriously music-wise? Um, just in general or? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh... I want to say church. <laughs> okay. I started in a church. Um, I sung a lot in school, like in choir and gospel choirs and all that stuff. Um, I started writing poems, and then I'm like, oh, you know what? This I can make this into some music. And then I started writing music. So, mm. yeah. 
Yeah. So Jess, how did you discover her? Like, how did it happen? How did you? And Jess, slide your mic and just some touch too. Go ahead. Well, this is my sister, my best friend for 15 Mm -hmm. plus years. Mm. So (laughs) I know she could sing. I knew she had the vocals, the the talent for you know for years. So I mean, I've just kept kept at pushing her. She's a little hard headed, but you know, it works. It works. I'm, <laughs> I'm a little hard headed and I'm a little stubborn. I don't Just like to listen bit. sometimes. <laughs> Is that like when it's talking about like getting like started with the music and things mm. like oh, that? Oh yeah, that's, for that's sure. Why why hard headed? Like what's what's the what's the uh, thing with that? Uh, you can get in your own way, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that, that that'd be the best way to put it. I didn't think I had what it took at first. Mm. And then once I started to realize, hey, you know, I'm actually getting a pretty good fan base. I'm actually getting people that really want to listen to what I have to say as far as, you know, my music. And I was like, you know what, maybe I can do this. And I've always had a pretty good stage presence as far as, like, performing. I don't know. So I just kind of, like, put my foot through the door and said, hey, I can do it. I always, I know I'm, I'm weird like this. So I know people like me, if I'm listening to something or watching something, I'll pause it and go, like, Listen to some stuff. So where can we, I know we we're gonna ask you at the end, but where can they like find your music? Like, what's your IG or, you know? Oh, my re- music it? right now is pretty much everywhere. You can find it on all platforms: mm-hmm. um, Amazon Music, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, mm-hmm. anywhere, Ooska? anywhere, Ooska. <laughs> <laughs> anywhere that you can download music, you can get it right now. Um, I started on SoundCloud. I mean, I got a few things on there, but. We're trying to broadcast to further, yeah. you know. What's your Instagram? Um, my Instagram is Yana Yvonne. That's Y-A-N-N-A underscore I-V-O-N-N-E. Yana Yvonne. You can find me anywhere with that. Two <laughs> things. Two things I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, sometimes when you're trying to do things that you love, mm-hmm. you can be your own worst enemy. So I'm glad that you pursued and kept it, you know, oh, decided yeah. to keep achieving that goal and the biggest thing i always ask an artist period especially a singer Mm -hmm. what type what type of singers like old school or who was your inspirations as far as music um tony braxton um my mom (laughs) my mom actually sings herself she has her own band called the chosen few and she's been singing with them for years so um my mother was one of my big influencers um i love brandy Mm. Um, who else? Aaliyah, of course. Who doesn't love Aaliyah? Mm-hmm. Monica, uh, in Vogue. I think those are like what my I'm, types. Well, my type favorite. What, my favorites. Yeah, what I'm glad just to hear when you naming people like that is that you're actually naming some people who can sing. He can't stand Mary J. Blige, honestly. Excuse me. <laughs> We've had this, well, this discussion right. plenty of times. But um, I mean, to me, it's like, because I actually had that as one of my questions, like who was um, like an influencer for you? And I think too many times people go to the easy answers and they'll say like the Beyonce's or something like that. And I'm not saying Beyonce can't say, I'm just saying they go right. to the easy answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me, when you hear like, not everybody says Tony Braxton or like a, a Brandy mm-hmm. or a Monica or something like that. No, I love Tony Braxton. I love Tony Braxton. Like her, her range, her vocals, her mm-hmm. tone is amazing. Mm-hmm. And for me being like 
in the middle from soprano to alto, I can do some of those notes. So I love love me some Tony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know Playboy said two things, but I'm gonna do number three. If y'all yeah. can see a snake skin, high five for the snake skin. Don't hurt them out here. One more thing. This is just a, a fun question. And this is just to everybody that's sitting here. Who that one artist that sings that that give you chills? Me, myself, and I. Mm, that's what <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I have mm. to be my biggest fan because if I'm not, then... Absolutely. I don't know. I have to be my biggest fan, period. I mean, I am um, pretty hard on myself, mm. but I feel like if I love myself, then everybody else can, too. Yeah, so right. mm-hmm. Definitely. Confidence, yeah. Of course my you? answer is her. <laughs> like, I got her back. Uh-huh. I back her up. So, I mean, I've, of course, I've seen talent. Mm-hmm. And... She's, I mean, if you really hear her sing, definitely perform. It's a whole nother aspect when she's on stage versus mm-hmm. versus behind a, a recording studio. Mm-hmm. Like, she does give you that vibe. That That's what's up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm pretty big on singing with live bands. I'm okay. not, um, I don't really like to sing behind a track unless it's absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I've been singing with live bands pretty much my whole life, so that's kind of my thing. Like, even when I release the big project that is coming out in March, um, I plan on doing everything with a live band. Okay. Um, So, the big project in March, thats I'm guessing it's going to be an album release Mm -hmm. that's coming for you. You have a title for it yet? Yes, it's going to be called X-Ray. Okay. (laughs) Is there anything behind the name of the album or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, how can I explain it in the best way possible? Okay, so, you know, when you get in the x-ray, you pretty much can see everything that's inside of you. I feel like in this album, I'm giving a piece of everything. Like, that's me. So, I'm calling it x-ray. Um, yeah, pretty much. I'm giving a piece of everything. Any Every emotion that I possibly felt at that time is in that album. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, want to ask you too, Jess? How long have you been um, working with with Yana, and um, how long has this partnership been going on? Um, so I started managing her. That'll be three years. Mm-hmm. Okay, so three years ago, and then I started a company, Crown Dynasty, a year ago, um, and now I'm rebranding. So yeah, three years. Okay. Okay. Now you have any other people that you're working with right now, or is it just right now you and Yana trying to do your thing? And, and... I have worked with a lot of people, but mm-hmm. um, I have made a new direction to mm-hmm. kind of put her up front of the company. So she's basically the face of Crown Dynasty. Okay. Right now. All right. And so, what would you say is kind of like the the important thing to being a manager and like managing an artist? You know, trying to promote them and move them forward what do you think what do you think is like the most important kind of you know attributes or something you should have as a in that type of role i learned definitely dealing with other artists besides her um you've got to be passionate for what they putting out mm-hmm. like a hundred percent passionate for what they putting out um because i worked with another artist and their music didn't i didn't i didn't listen to it i didn't vibe to their music as much as i do to hers. Drop the so, name. Go ahead. No, I'm uh, <laughs> no I'm, they're a good artist. <laughs> but um, yeah, you have to be passionate for their music, what they putting out there. Yeah. If you yeah. would want to listen to it, yeah, yeah, you have a little bit more passion to put it out and push it out. 
as well. Yeah, that makes sense to me. It probably makes sense to you too, Dev. You know, with, with you know, because you do with the, uh, the music with the producing yeah, artist or, or artists. And I know you probably it's it's or it's even like me DJing. I hate to go DJ a party and and they want a certain type of music that I just don't vibe with. Mm-hmm. It's like it's no fun, and and I'm just. You just there. You just, Your vibe is you there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's and why so I'm producer, I guess I'm different. I only work with certain artists. Some people <clears throat> pour their stuff out to every artist that uh-huh. want to record or mm-hmm. want a record. No. Yeah, I hustle no. without passion for <laughs> So I, I don't even like wasting music on people who, one, not going to take it serious. Mm-hmm. Or two, I don't believe in they talent. Like, if you're mm-hmm. not super this- talented, either raw <laughs> talent or the ability to market yourself. You got to have one or the other or both. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because this business is very, very, very hard. Yeah. <laughs> very hard. I guess one more thing before I move on. It's just, how are, how are y'all finding the Cleveland music scene right now? Because I, I know it's people out there and there's talent everywhere. You can go into any city and find talent. Mm-hmm. But uh, how, can, how are y'all finding the Cleveland music market right now? Are we being honest? Mm-hmm. That's what yep, we do on the 100%. show. 100%. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... For me, I feel like, uh, I mean, we've been getting pretty good feedback, but I feel like um, just people in Cleveland don't give people that come out of their their city enough love. I feel like if it was somebody else, you know, from, I mean, just period, not not in Cleveland, we always showing somebody else so much love and they're not even from Mm -hmm. here. But then when you get raw talent from Cleveland and they're really trying to push themselves and, you know, they actually have really good music, I feel like we don't give enough enough love to each other. That's true. And that's just my opinion, personally. Um, Do I want to have, you know, people vibe with me here? Yes. But we've been really trying to reach other places as well because, you know, mm-hmm. we don't we don't give enough love to each other. And I feel like if I'm giving you love, I should I should receive the same thing. Sure. This is the one thing I gotta say about Cleveland. This is the one thing because you know from back I am two we did a live show for years called I am two and six and we working with a bunch of different artists. It's one thing I've learned about Cleveland. And we're going to have to, like, galvanize at some point because you have these hubs. You have, you know, you got Chicago, L.A., New York, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Atlanta, Miami, Houston. Mm-hmm. Right. It's only six places. Detroit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Detroit. Six, too. maybe seven. Yeah. That's it. Yep. So Cleveland is literally, I'm not even being like, what it's literally right there. Like, it's the only non-major city that even has consistent history. Who's the Kansas City artists? Who's the Pittsburgh artists? You know what I'm saying? Like, we got Philly. You got other cities. But, like, who? Cleveland is, like, right there. We got to find a way to make it unique where yeah. we can take the next step because that's the main drawback. And, and, and I believe. It's because there's a ceiling in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Just like the other 400 cities is not those seven that we named. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's unique to Cleveland. It's just a hurdle we got to kind of figure out how to get over. Get over, yep. I agree. Because it's a talented city. Like when you really. It's a lot of raw talent in it's Cleveland. It's a lot. A lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a, like a, a lot, lot, a lot. <laughs> Absurdly really a lot. To the point that I'm serious, like Cleveland is a rung right below those major music markets. Like we're above all, name them, San Francisco, Sacramento, Little Rock, (laughs) Birmingham, just name all of them. 
Cleveland is above every single one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just those six or seven main ones that we're below, and we got to kind of figure out how to, you know, what I mean, or how to become, <laughs> or how to maximize our position, mm-hmm. how to become the best mid-major city in the country. We got to right. figure that out. We got to stop trying you to be Atlanta, right, and be the best Cleveland. We got to figure that out. But I don't yeah. know what the answer is. I, f- I just feel like it's a lot of us trying to be that. Yeah, you know it's it's too many different groups that's trying to level up, and I want to be up here. I want to be up here. It's it's we got to do it together. I gotta, you got to do it together. I'll tell you after the podcast, I got an idea, but I'm gonna have to work with a bunch of the dudes and, and females that I know. I feel like it's a a way that Cleveland can do it. I we'll t- I talk we'll talk to you after the podcast. It really <laughs> is. This is the way we can do it because it's a void in music right now that nobody is looking to fill, and I really don't understand why. Because the next person, group, or we could be the city that does it, mm-hmm. is going. I'm talking about catapult right back to the top. Mm-hmm. I, we'll talk about it afterwards. We'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> I don't want to get it. I don't want to get a game away. All right, so probably talking about what I think you thought about. Mm-hmm. So, last thing I do before we move on a little bit um, is ask: since y'all are music people, what are y'all listening to right now? Like, what's what what are you vibing to right now? What's what was you playing in the car on the way over here? Or what are you know? I was playing myself. (laughs) (laughs) Stay on brand. Don't let him move you off brand. I was playing me. Who inspired you, me? You heard Snoop. I want to thank you. I was playing me. me. Yes, I was. I was playing uh, a couple things that might be on my project, just trying to, you know, figure out how things are going to be changed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I was pretty much playing myself. I think when you do like when we edit the music out, it probably gotta be the same way. But you doing music, you don't listen to nothing else other than the stuff you edited. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly what. Because I was... my brain can't even. I mean, I was listening to Keep Sweat when I got pulled over. Hold on, the story. Is it right the wrong way to pull somebody right over? It's a right the wrong way. It's a right the wrong way to stop at a stop sign. Obviously. <laughs> it's, yeah. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> what about you, Jess? What you listening to right now? I was I was just telling him that I'm, I wasn't listening to her. It's okay, yeah, baby. Yeah. It's okay. But it was M M&M, M though. So oh, okay. Yeah, I'm I like lyrical work. I'm That's a poet up. myself, so yeah, okay. I'll be, I listen to every word. <laughs> okay. I don't ever ask us, Playboy, what you listening to right now? I know you you stay pretty much old school. Not old school, old school, but like old school rap ish type of R and B ish. Ah man. Like That's a good art. question. Uh damn. <laughs> when I came, Damn, you answer first. I'll come back <laughs> to that. When I came in, you was playing. When I came into the studio, what was no, you playing? Hold on. Damn, you answer first. No, that's, that's why I had a no, look. I'm listening to a lot, like today. Like whenever I'm going to the stadium, I listen to East 1999 Eternal, East 1999 Eternal Bones album every single time I'm going into Cleveland Brown Stadium. So I don't know because you be ready for war, huh? You be ready for war, it's <laughs> but uh, but nah. So. Uh, I listen to R&B, old school R and B, and I'm listening to the song I'm editing. So I listen to that on the way to the rapid station. Then I listen to old school on the, when I got on the on the train to go to the stadium, and then when I got on the train, listen to Bone, listen to Bone on the walk back. Yeah, old school music, the music I'm editing, and Bone. That's what I listen to. What you listening to right now, Playboy? Uh, two people. Uh. Terrence Trent Darby. What the fuck is going on? And I was listening. <laughs> what? And I was listening. 
What song was you just listening to? South African groove. What? Uh, no, and I was listening to Sybil. Don't make me over. Okay, I'm old school. I'll be sure. Okay, I'm, I'm I know that's right. Old school. Yeah. My man said Terrence Tread Darby. Yeah. <laughs> What? No, I'm trying to. He Chris got the Bender, song, what, what, Chris was, what was his main song or his biggest hit? Terrence Trent Darby. It's on the tip of my tongue. Was it Wishing Well? Yeah. Wishing that was one on a Wishing Well. Okay. Kissing Tail. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We have to have another R&B song. Okay. Um, yeah, we sure do. Can um, it be Softy? I'll be sure. You know, I'm mm-hmm. listening to what? Uh, what I've been listening to that Tory Lanez, the ch- uh, what is it, the Chits tape? Ah, oh, yeah. you know what? That is that's a banger. That is definitely a banger. I don't, I I don't like care it. what nobody say. Tory Lanez is like the king of samples right now. Period. Yeah, really? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's, it's a mixtape, but I mean, it's maybe he gonna do me like J Cole. I remember before. 2014 Forest Hills Drive. I never listened to J Cole before, mm-hmm. but now I, I, I love J Cole. Now I have never yeah. listened to a Tory song, Tory Lane song really? ever. All his chicks tapes are yeah, pretty, pretty good. Is, is He's pretty good. When it just came out, yes. okay. yeah, yeah I, I can't lie. Yes. I, I, you know I what I listened to the other day? What's that? I think I, we brought it up. I'm sorry. I re-listened to it over again though, and it, it was as bad as I thought it was. <laughs> Jacquees King R&B is the worst oh, R&B uh, I've ever heard in my thank life. Thank you. Give me some. It is horrible. I can't stand no Jacquees. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I like listen to it and I'm like, you know what? I can't. You know I, what? Everybody's mm. Probably because it's dark. Probably for no other reason it's dark, but I'm extra deep for no reason in my life. I, I always got to listen to R&B <laughs> when I'm like driving at night to the store or something. <laughs> right. So I, I put it on the other night. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and listen to it. And I got I, I park. I'm parking. And I'm sitting there while the music is playing. And I'm like, what the f- this is horrible. Horrible. <laughs> horrible. I cut the car off. Horrible. I closed out my title to the point that I like scroll. You know how you can g- hit the button on your screen and close the app? Like, I closed the app. Like, <laughs> you got rid of him. I ain't quick. even want when like, I turned the Bluetooth back on for it to mistakenly come back home. Yeah. This nigga walked into the grocery store mad. I was mad. <laughs> Where the cheesecake? Oh, okay, man. well, at least I, I feel better. I feel like that's nah, not, at least I'm not the only one because nah. I don't like no Jacquees oh, at all. Nah, <laughs> nah. I wanted to I like this album him. so bad. I was very disappointed when he said he was the king of R&B. Yeah. Most, said, people, most of us with Sense was, was very disappointed when he well, said he was the king yeah. of R&B. Very great podcast with that shit. Yeah, we sure did. We sure did. So. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's transition a little bit into some topics for the week. Uh, I see in the feed, Ryan said he's listening to um, Lucky Day. I can't even pronounce the word. I've been hearing person. about that person. Lucky I, Day is nice. Yeah. It's nice. Okay. It's yeah. nice. So um, that's, that's, that's a nice... R&B groove, yeah. He was here for concert. Remember I mentioned it. he was here like three weeks ago or mm-hmm. something like that, and everybody was there. Um, I forgot where he was at in Cleveland, but um, but yeah, he's he's a nice artist to listen to. And, and real quick, if you want to go to, if you want to rap music, because I'm a, you should see was a lyric, you know, a lyric fan. I love rap music, rap music. Toby Wigway, he'll be here oh, in a couple my weeks. Oh. Toby mm-hmm. Wigway is. I love him. I have never even heard Dog. of him. Man, that joint with um, oh, he is nice. Paul Wall. Paul Wall he is, is the nice. Oh, okay, so I think I have seen Toby that one. Wigway. Wigway. Oh, he went all the way up to the top for lyrical. Yeah, yeah. he's nice. Oh, okay. that's my dog. But yeah, he'll be here at House of Blues in a couple weeks. I'm going. I'll see if y'all, see if y'all want to go. After. I definitely yeah. might have to do that. Bye. I have to give it a look. Okay. Um, who else coming? Somebody else is coming soon that I'm trying to think of. Erica Badu's coming next year. Her tickets oh, yeah. just went on oh, sale on man. Friday. What's it called? I want to go to that. I, I, I actually want to go to that one too. Because I, 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 I want to tell you something real quick. I think she's going to put on a pretty good show. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to, I'm not going to get no names. 
Uh-oh. One of my homies. It's a dude from Cleveland who got big. Uh, he was her background singer. Now, he, he was on, like, the show on BET or whatever. Okay. But, like, all right, one of my homies is still here. How can I put this, man? You got to give a name. No. Louis, <laughs> <laughs> though. He, like, involved in an organization that would not look nicely upon his lifestyle. Got you. Okay. Yeah. But, oh. like, if you knew the dude... Who sing back? It don't take it don't take long. She only got two background singers: one female, one dude. Go look. The background singer from from Erica Badu was from Cleveland, and he like him and this dude be beefing, but they mostly beefing because the background singer for uh, Erica Badu has embraced his lifestyle. Jesus, and the other dude can't like you know he goes places where they play pianos on Sunday mornings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they won't necessarily. Organs. <laughs> they play organs. Yeah, they play organs, and they won't necessarily embrace his lifestyle. I'm trying my best. Yeah, that jazz was the one. Was... You did good. Right? You did good. Read right. <laughs> between the lines. But yeah, yeah, uh, so... somebody in the feed said they know who you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, they said he uh, can sing. Out, uh, yeah, shout out to my my one homie who probably gonna be down there trying to sabotage the show because. <laughs> I swear that them two dudes would like go together, but they don't want to tell nobody. But anyway, whatever. All right. Anyway, well, let's transition to some stuff real quick. Um, I, re- I guess we'll go ahead and get into the main post in a second because that might get the mm-hmm. the most conversation. But I do want to say um, two things. One, do y'all know it's only ten lights in East Cleveland right now? Basically, yes. I didn't know, you know to the other day. I was I stopped at my parents' house and they yeah. told me lights? they took on Hayden. Uh, Oh, there's the, they took some lights down on Hayden, yeah. but they took lights down across Euclid. Basically, from from the light at Shaw and Strathmore, there's not another light until you get to the bridge. The bridge when you start getting into the University Circle area. Hmm. Why does wow. that lights? I have. No, I'm guessing it's got something to do with money. As my guess. East Cleveland got about ten hey, lights. In the, about ten lights in the city, yeah. and out of those ten lights, you about to be maybe five of them work. Wow! Think about it. We, I sat at my parents' house on Friday counting the lights. Me and my father were counting the lights that are still up, and not not even the ones that's just that's working, working. Counting the lights, mm. we could do it on the show right now in a heartbeat. Wow, mm. that's crazy. Wow. I saw somebody post it's on wild, Facebook wild the other West, day. Man. They was like, so East Cleveland just ain't gonna have no lights no more. And I had right. no That's idea bad. what they were talking about. My brother stayed on so uh, dark Sixth yeah. Street. Mm-hmm. I was rolling down Hayden and I was coming from St. Clair, right there on St. Clair and Hayden. And I was rolling. I came to the first light right there with Shaw at. Then I kept rolling like where old Silverman's and shit was. Oh, so you ain't stopped. One back. Right. On. I did <laughs> nigga, I did a rolling stop. <laughs> I sat there for a second because I know we grew up there our whole lives. Uh-huh. So I'm sitting there at the light. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sitting there at the not light. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just chilling. I'm looking like, what's going on? I kept rolling and all the way down with they, the yeah, lights. They took the light out right there at Northfield where the um where the city wow, I don't trust that area right there. They took that light. Northfield, out. Hayden. That's a bad spot. Yeah. Claiborne, that area. They took the lights out on Hayden going down towards right when you get ready by Eddie Road. They took those lights down. Well, they took, the lights on, they took all the lights Maybe they don't want nobody stopping. Oh, yeah. it, it, it was pretty dark on Eddie. Yeah. Eddie Road. Be, you mean like street uh-huh. lights or stop lights? No, stop lights. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about the stop lights. They had they it's nothing. You basically yeah. are gonna just ride straight down Euclid without stopping. 
Well, that's what's up. Wow. I mean, it sounds good. As- <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking Euclid every time. <laughs> <laughs> no Where you ro- at, Dev, on Euclid? <laughs> Ain't no rolling stops over here, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you shortening up all his cuss words. Right. No, all right. So- <laughs> Enough. Literally tell a nigga you would be there in five minutes. Yeah, you really be there, be there in five minutes. You'd be there in three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's something else I saw for East Cleveland too, which is dope. I saw it on Cleveland.com. Y'all know this is one of my, I guess you could say passions because y'all know I do, you know, with me and the public health thing is that Lyft is offering discounted rides for residents of East Cleveland if they want to go and get groceries. And we've talked about this on the show That's before cool. when we talk about, you know, one, it's a public health issue, but we mm-hmm. talk about all the stuff that are wrong, you know, that is wrong in the city and stuff like that. And, I've mentioned that plenty of times before, how you can't get decent groceries in the city. Mm-hmm. You have to eat. We know in East Cleveland, there's only the Coney's that's left, basically, mm-hmm. as a store, other than lo- some other little So you can't corner. get good groceries. So you can't get good groceries, period. Mm-hmm. You know, You're you right. have to go somewhere. And then if you are poor, you don't have a car. It's hard to get there on top of that. So that's another issue that compounds it. And then once you get there... Who knows if you can afford it? So it's a, it's a layered thing. But shout out to Lyft for actually sitting there and offering discounted rides to people in East Cleveland where um, they can nice. actually get to a place and get decent food and decent groceries. And uh, and I hopefully people will take advantage of it because, um, like I said, it's, it's an issue. And I think the stores involved with it, it's, it's like the I know it's the I should have put it all in my notes right there. But I know it's the um, the East Side Market. Um, so it's about four or five stores in the area. I wish some, mm-hmm. some more bigger name ones would have did it, mm-hmm. like a Giant Eagle or something like that. Because mm-hmm. uh, I know one is a Dave's, too. Uh, I forgot where the Dave's is that they can go to. But uh, just in general, as a whole, though, I just think that's a, that's a dope thing. And uh, I actually will try to put that information either in the feed or into our stuff for uh, when we post the show uh, for so people can take advantage of it. Because, it's, uh, again, it's... If you can't get somewhere, you mm. take advantage of the help that's given to you. Yeah, and I think a lot of times, sometimes, you know, sometimes people act a little too proud to actually take the the assistance or the help at hand help. sometimes. And um, and you got to do what you got to do. You got to take care of your family. You got to feed your kids. And you have to, um, um, you know, do it the right way. So yeah. shout out to them for doing that. Yeah, no doubt. All right. So I'm going to sign off this Facebook real quick. So I'm going to read this this post that we got this week. What I saw this week. Shout out to uh, one of our uh, friends. From Facebook that posted something that uh, we wanted to address on the show. Uh, so I'll just take a second to read it real quick. Thankfully, we have a couple uh, women on the show with us today. They can Uh-oh. give us their feedback on Uh-oh. this, too. Oh, man. Oh, man. So it said, um, it said, ladies, please take note. Mm. It said, men attend to women for two reasons, sex and love. Mm-hmm. But in most cases, men do not marry for sex or for love. They marry for stability. He said, let me explain. A man can love you and not marry you. A man can have sex with you for years without marrying you, but immediately he finds someone who brings stability in his life and he marries her. And he said, what he means by uh, stability is rest of mind. Um, He said he's seen a lot of guys that's made a statement that says, I love this lady, but I don't think I could spend the rest of my life with her. Men are visionaries when they think about marriage. They don't think about wedding dresses, bridesmaids, any of that stuff that ladies think about. They think about... Can this woman build me a home? Can she take care of my kids? Can she give me rest of mine? They say, men don't like ladies who give them discomfort. This is why a man can stay with a woman for years and meet another in a month and get married to her. It's the stability they want. Sex is a pleasure. Love is an affection. Respect is stability. So Hmm. I want to... 
I know oh. that we'll get some feedback on that I'm one f- in the feed. And I'm, about the the overlo- I'm about to overdose on facts. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. So I, I want to get y'all opinion on, on um, what was said there uh, as far as that whole topic, as far as hmm. men marrying for stability and not, you know, not for sex or for love. I I think that's, I think that's true. Mm-hmm. I think that's it's, pretty accurate. Yeah, accurate. It's, it's true. Um, a lot has to do with that because a lot of men don't go into relations with a lot of emotions. And it's not about feelings and love and all that extra stuff, like you said. And they don't look at sex as, as, as we do as well. Mm-hmm. It's not an emotional attachment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree. I agree with it. You know what? Shout out to LMA Soul Food, right? I just uh, went there. Shout out. Yeah, everybody been, ta- everybody been talking <laughs> yeah. about it. My, uh, what you calling them? Uh, homies went to school with. They uh, started it up or whatever. Okay. Yeah. But I was just in there. And some dude was in there. It was a girl behind the counter with red hair. Dude walked in, seen, walked over to this boy, leaned in. You know what I mean? You can see her laughing and giggling and getting all whatever. He turned his phone around and she put her phone number <laughs> in the phone or whatever. And he called her. The inter- that interaction right there was everything that paragraph. Like, this is one thing women gotta understand, and this is with no this is with no disrespect because every time you say something like that, not y'all, but some of the women in the feed, whatever, <laughs> they'll pull back or whatever. But I only say that because I'm a male, so I'm trying to relay our actions in a normal way. You know, like this is what we're doing. He, men in general, like the guy at LMA Soul Food, we are fish, like we're trying to figure it out. So he get her number, mm-hmm. see if she cool. Ah, she ain't really cool. Like our whole, or she is good, but our whole motive is to figure out whether or not we can be with you. The issue is a lot of times a woman might come to that conclusion prior to us coming to that conclusion as far as like, all right, I want to be with him mm-hmm. or I want to pursue a relate. We're not even getting your number to necessarily pursue a relationship. We're trying to figure out if we like you. Mm-hmm. I could already tell she liked him. You understand what I'm saying? Like I could tell from the interaction. It's a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody gonna be tooted in a couple of days. <laughs> Flat out, no questions asked. She like him already. Uh-huh. He might not even like her yet, but I can tell she liked him. And that's the dis- the disconnect. Literally starts from the, the they just met, and it's already a disconnect. Do you think that forces that relationship too? Right from her end, from not her from end, his yeah. end. And then yeah, she's forcing the relationship. She, yeah, and. Every now and then he might reciprocate, but I don't, hmm. he's not even in the mind. Like when he flips his phone around, he's like, all right, let me take this chance. But in her head, she like, he like me too. Both of them on two different pages mm-hmm, from the mm-hmm. beginning, like from the jump. Corey Holcomb, my favorite comedian of all time. And he always said, cause comedians to me are philosophers and comedians. Mm-hmm. He said the number one issue is women date men. They like it's nothing wrong with that, but you dealing with a dude you like, and I I love the way they put that in that post. We're visionaries. This is all about ten years from now, fifteen years from now. If she can't cook, will she allow me to cook? It's not even about all these static things they think we like. She got to cook. She got to clean. If she can't cook, will she allow me to cook? 
if she don't clean, will she complain to me about it being unclean? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, is there a calm here? Is there like a level we can hit that's a pl- you know what I mean? That's flat and we can just roll, or is it gonna be bumpy? And yeah, that, that's that's that is there's so many facts in there it don't even make sense. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Here we go. I knew I knew the books was coming in the oh, scene. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. <laughs> Well, at first, uh, Letitia, shout out to Letitia, what's up? Um, LTC Uncut. Um, LTC. At first, she was saying oh. that, that there's a difference between, <laughs> and yeah, shout out to her. She was here with us last week. Uh, uh, she uh, said there's a difference between girls and women. So from this post, she said she think that, she think men pick the girls they know they can get, they can get it from quickly, and she knows, and know that she's not the wife material because she's not on a level of commitment. He's only looking for fun. Yeah. Men can't go to women, establish knowing their worth, and pull that mess. Yeah, okay. <laughs> See, she says, that's like saying, okay. That's like saying, I know this is probably going to go, I apologize. Yep, no, the Browns played fine. the Dolphins today, right? Here's the analogy. Some I'm, I'm away for the sports analogy. Yeah, Mr. Some analogy. games you need to throw for 300 yards and get uh. touchdowns to OBJ and Landry. You got to feel good going down the stretch. So, yes, some women are here. Yeah. It's Tuesday. <laughs> I mean, yes. but, but, but the same, it's the same for women and men too. With, I, women yeah, got some men that they know they can be like, you know what? Say it louder for I the people agree. in the back, please. Yeah. Like, I don't want to start this notion that it's all start, men. Start it's a situation def- it's where it's definitely it's women ways. too. Yeah. It's definitely and then women too, too. I don't never meet a woman and just off the top be like, oh, I'm trying to marry her. I'm trying to get it's, to know you. Thank you. I feel yeah. like I feel like I feel like you just proposed and I'm happy for you. Like, yes. You know what I'm saying? I proposed my fuck to your thought. You know? That's the that's the disconnect right there. Like she was saying, we meet every I don't care how established you you have to understand men like that that post is perfect. The word they used. Men are visionaries. Like I don't care if you Halle Berry. I don't care if you Michelle Obama or I don't care if you Cardi B. Every woman starts at square one. That's the difference. Because sometimes, I'm not saying all women, but some women will allow men to start at level four because he got some bread or it's something about him. I don't care who you are. All women start at level one. Every single last one of them. Now the Tuesday women stay at level one. The wives rise to level nine. You know what I'm saying? But we, they also, whether we just trying to hit for the night or we could possibly see a future, everybody's starting at level one. Mm-hmm. He flipped that phone around to get his number in there. He could be a baby daddy who abandoned her or they could get married in five years. We don't know. But you know how she going to start? Inputting her damn number into his phone. They all started level zero, level one. Like every last female on earth. Not in a negative way, but that's just how men are. You know, you know my biggest quality when it comes to a woman that I look for, especially if I'm getting to know you. Mm-hmm. And I had this conversation with Branson earlier this week. Did you? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Did we? <laughs> yeah, really? I got to know that if I'm looking at you in, 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 in the aspect as far as a relationship and moving forward or whatever the case may be, I need to know that if something should happen, Okay, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. take an L or you know, whatever that 
you gonna hold shit down. Yeah, we and did, we not did have look at me or emasculate me as a man because I took a L. Mm -hmm. I need a woman that's gonna look at me like oh, I know he's doing this thing. This happened. Look, I work a nine to five, 12 hour days, damn near every week. No, every day. It's a nine to nine. Look. Yeah, nine to nine. But uh, <laughs> simple man. My bad. 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 No, but what I'm saying is I need to know if they come tell me tomorrow when I go to work at 7 o'clock in the morning, hey, uh, James, you know what? Uh, We're going to have to lay you off. I need to know that you're not going to be looking at me like, oh, you you ain't a man. Because you got people out there that do that. Trust me. Because they started you at level four. Exactly. And if you lose your job, how can I be with you? You ain't a level four no more. You a level one. Right. That's what I'm saying. I need to know that if something go wrong, not all women like I have to. I know. No, not, not all. all. <laughs> but besides, I have to undeniably in my mind and you know know that you're going to hold shit down. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily saying in a, in a mindset as far as paying for things necessarily. I mean, yeah. emotionally for emotionally, me. Yeah. Are you going to keep me uplifted? How, how do we even get on that topic the other day I or forget, whatever? We were just talking but about yeah. some random. Yeah. Because, yeah, but I, I, yeah, we both agreed on that. Where it's just we like. We all too deep. <laughs> yeah. It, it Five was, minutes we're talking. It was. <laughs> What about, what about neurophysicists? <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't even know how we got there, but yeah, it's, it is that thing where it's just, I'm, I, I was talking about how, uh, and I can mention it because she don't listen to the show, but when I was with my um, ex-fiance years ago, how we had got to a point where, where my aunt one day was just like, look, if we eliminate all the stuff that's going on with y'all right now, money issues or whatever, if you can just be married to her tomorrow, would you do it? And when she asked me, my honest answer was like, no. That's when I knew that it was mm. a problem with it. Because if we, because I used to do that test myself. It used to be like, all right, if. It's cutthroat, if, boy. Nigga, brainstorm is Kaiser Sose, nigga. No, I'm going to be Scarface. Honest. Gotta be honest. Yeah, I mean, because it's like, I, I was always like, like, said, you know, no. if I if I fell down the stairs right now and, and I broke my leg, like, what are we going to do? Like, I didn't have the confidence that. Mm. That we would be okay, yeah. mm. you know, and that's stability because we were talking about how um, and with the and post they, they were talking about peace of mind, and I was, in fact, I was on my lunch break at work. God damn it! Right, yeah, that makes it even weirder. We were talking about it on a lunch break. But, yeah, I was, um, I was, I was at work early. That yeah, day. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but the peace of mind. I was talking about how I think people are gonna take that to to make it seem like we gonna think of, we looking at it as okay, peace of mind is us coming home and it's quiet or us being able to come home and do what we want to do and all that. No, to me, peace of, mind is that peace of mind is that stability. It's us being able to be like, all right, if shit go wrong, this person got my back. You know, it ain't just all on me. Like, I know that we in this together. Mm -hmm. That's peace of mind to me. Mm -hmm. And I do think men are looking for that. And peace of mind also, and I want to get your opinion too, but peace of mind also, on top of that, like for real, just being on some real RNS. Mm. All right, everybody know what RNS means. <laughs> Pick and choose your battles. Mm. Yeah. Every situation that we dealing with, we going through, ain't got to be talked about all the time. Yeah, it mm. don't. I mean, it, and I don't think that dumbs down communication. It's just sometimes, you know, it's like, ah, uh, you know what? Sometimes you nah. just gotta let let, let go. Mm. <laughs> let it ride. Yeah. And I am learning that big time in my relationship. So Sometimes mm. you just gotta let <laughs> stuff let ride. Yeah. You may absolutely positively feel, and look, I'm not trying to take away your expression or communication, but I think when this, this whole situation, you have to sometimes just be like, you know what, is this the time or sometimes is this not the time? Sometimes things are left, you need to leave it alone. Some things are best, best left unsaid. unsaid yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because you can cause friction 
and not even knowing where your dude at in his mind mentally when it comes to you. Mm-hmm. It could be a big turnoff and have him like, you know what? What well, shit? Is it gonna always be something? Mm-hmm. And not and not saying that it's a situation where I'm innocent. Let's just put it on me. Not saying I'm innocent, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying, hey, sometimes I be going that, through something. You know, I mentally maybe go. Look, I could be dealing with anything because Dev has noted this from the beginning when it comes to this show with everything. And I, I absolutely feel like all black people, male, female, whatever, deal with PTSD. Mm-hmm. Oh, we yeah. got a lot of stuff that we deal with that we go through, whether it be, you know, dealing with parents, grand, you know, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you just got to you, you gotta fall back and be like, you know what, today ain't the day. Mm-hmm. You got to have just a lot of shit. patience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. with each other. It mm-hmm. comes with, it, you got to have patience. Patience is key. Mm-hmm. You trust also got me. trust and trust faith. Me. Yes, trust. I is... trust you. I'll, I'll I'll let it slide. And this is the times. thing. Not not let everything mm. slide, but I mean I'll pick my battles. Yeah. But yeah, trust is a big thing. And trust is a big thing. Because with trust comes faith, and mm-hmm. what I mean is, if I part of the issue is is the PTSD. If I don't do this now, like if I don't get this, we don't figure this out now. It could be over. We got to have some trust in each other and some faith mm-hmm. that we can talk about this tomorrow. Yeah. One of the biggest things that has freaks me out about black people is this, you know, don't go to bed angry. You might, you know, you might die. Okay. Yeah, yeah you're right. But some yeah. days I don't feel like dealing with you. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> so leave me alone like need, and talk to me in the for morning. Real. No, sometimes you need to let stuff go yeah. until the next day because yeah. you might say some stuff that you really don't mean. Yeah. But we need got that and then well, we got PTSD, <laughs> so we feel like we got to do it all now. Yeah. See, I've always said that that I, I don't really believe or agree with the whole thing of don't go to bed. You know what they say? Don't let the sun set on an argument or whatever. Mm-hmm. I always My mom used to tell me that. Yeah. I always uh-huh. say I don't really <laughs> agree with that. I always say for me. What's more important to me is that you're still here in the morning. Yeah, we can deal with this shit tomorrow. Yeah. If I got faith that you're gonna be here tomorrow, then yeah, if, if I, I come in and I can sense you ain't on it today, mm-hmm. I'm gonna just go watch NBA TV, watch mm-hmm. the Jazz versus the Nuggets. And sometimes, I'll in the sometimes morning. space right. is needed. Yes, you know, yeah. <laughs> definitely, yeah. definitely. All right, so y'all mentioned the PTSD, um, and we—I know you mentioned it because we talk about how our upbringing, our community stuff, is what gives us this PTSD. Yeah. But what about the PTSD from past relationships that mm-hmm. we all? Because it's 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 the baggage and it, and it's the it's the the kind of wars you kind of go through technically um, in each relationship that that um, that we don't always deal with. Yeah. So how how do y'all think that's affecting us in our relationships every time we move okay. forward? Well, well, real quick, you know, I'm always be real quick. Black and white, no shades of gray. We never take the time to get over the things that we deal with. Mm-hmm. We don't take take the time to heal. Mm-hmm. Trust me, you talking to a person that has, for the majority of his, I'm 39, but I'm still, you know, young adult life, you know. <laughs> I have always went from this to that, to that, to that. I never took the time to be like, uh, let me figure out who James is. What do I really want? You know, situations like that. We always rush into other things Trump because we also, it, we, we always counteract everything we got going on. You ever heard the expression that, uh, I don't mind devil's worship or occupy your time. Mm-hmm. So the first thing you do is what? When you getting over something, you call another nigga or another female to to go out and have a good time with. And the next thing you know, me, you start liking the them because of what you I read the Bible. Read the Bible. That's they what's the Bible. <laughs> I read the Bible. This, <laughs> this is the thing about baggage, man. We can't be scared of baggage. Mm-hmm. 
This is the way I look at it, man. Like I got this, I got this bowl. I know something no sense. Just let me finish. I, I I do weird stuff with analogies. I I got this bowl. It's a white bowl at the house. It's like my favorite bowl or whatever. Right. So you know, I stopped eating beef and pork and stuff like that, trying to become the real medium dev two one six or whatever. <laughs> but um, <laughs> from the real big dev. But like, so I started eating soup in the bowl. But the soup, like vegetable soup, which it was like it's kind of like orange brownish. Mm-hmm. It started staining the bowl. Mm-hmm. So now the bowl, the bowl got like uh, that little ring around stain. it. <laughs> like to me, that's league. like yeah. baggage, and we get nervous. Because if you, you read this book, the book is called a new, I, a, new, a new Earth: Awakening to Your Life's Purpose. It talks about your mind being occupied by stuff that's in the past and stuff that's in the future, but none of that stuff is real. And all of our baggage is just thoughts. That's mm-hmm. all it is. It's thoughts and feelings about experiences that don't exist no more. So, like, you look at that orange ring around the bowl and you think it's destroyed because the you can still eat cereal out that bowl, bro. I eat ice cream with that motherfucker. That's what I'm But most people, that's how I look at baggage. Like, don't be afraid. It, it, the baggage is there. It's like the orange stain on the bowl is there. You can't get rid of it. But it don't have to affect what you eat in that bowl for the rest of your life, man. No, Just wash it out. Pour some milk and cereal in there. Eat some. You, you can eat new meals in that bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't let our past life, our past thoughts, our past experiences control what we do in the future. That baggage, it, it, it can't control what you do, man. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I ain't eating no cereal, no bowl that got an orange stain. See, <laughs> see what I'm saying? I, know you are. I, know you are. I absolutely I will. I was over here thinking, like, I might go give me a new bowl. Uh, no, <laughs> it's my favorite bowl. It's I might have to work. go give me a new bowl. It still works. I got a favorite bowl. I'm glad I wasn't the only one thing. I might have to get a new bowl. Yeah, see, crazy. that's why y'all gotta get rid of that baggage, man. Get a new bowl. I mean, you gotta get a new bowl. I was cleaning up my fridge today, and I had a bowl that had some soup in it for work. And so I put it in. The, I was looking at it, it, had that little ring, and I'm like, God, I hope this come out. I ain't gonna never be able to use this again. See, that's baggage, bro. You can use it again. You can use it again. Yeah, I can't no. let the baggage define you, man. Yeah, that bowl perfectly fine. Well, I deal, I deal the with my trauma, uh-huh. my my baggage in the in my past. So, mm-hmm. but that bowl, <laughs> you can use it. That's crazy. I don't know. Um, and so for y'all, what's the best way to? Because I, I see in the feed, we get the, we getting the uh, the comments saying, you know, leave the past in the past. Is it as simple as that? You know, like how do you, how do how do y'all think we address baggage when it comes to past relationships? Because I've to me, actually, to me, you don't. I don't think you ever you ever really get over stuff. Go ahead. I've actually dealt with my hands on. Like, I mean, I'm going up to that that other relationship, and we gotta talk about it. Mm-hmm. We gotta have a discussion because whatever we went through, yeah, it's it was messed up. Whatever the case, we probably said some really bad things, but at one time. Mm-hmm. In that whole relationship, it was good. It had to be mm-hmm. good at one time. Mm-hmm. So where can we kind of meet in the middle where we're going to still cause this on this world until mm-hmm. to the day we die? There's no point yeah. in me holding on to the things A that grudge. you did There's or no said to me. Everything that happens is, is a lesson learned, mm-hmm. and it should be treated that way. Yeah. I'm petty as fuck. Uh, <laughs> as, as F. I mean, I used I used to be petty. No, that's what she did. She was like, 
You see, I'm right here. I'm so sorry, sweetie. <laughs> see, this is the thing. Look, oh, go ahead. Go this ahead. is why. And this is just interjected real quick. I. <clears throat> this is how you know sometimes you ain't over little stuff. Because I seen an ex of mine's uh, post something. <clears throat> oh, God. And <laughs> I be on some bullshit sometimes. And this is my new friend, by the way. Anyway, they, they posted like this is my pet peeve. They posted something basically saying they don't like a man that's bitter mm-hmm. or that Feel some type of way because this is not. This is my pet peeve. You did some shit to me, so how can you be posting shit for some shit you did? Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm trying to say? Well, like I, they you, tell, they say, "Oh, don't be bitter. Don't this, this, this. I can't stand a man that's bitter." This the behavior she was the saying person that, that was... caused the bitterness and all the shit that's going on. Well, you know, everybody don't think that they're wrong at times. That's true. Mm-hmm. So a lot I of mean, don't a lot of people wrong. don't think they're wrong <laughs> at times. So, you know, you got to... They think they're perfectly correct. <laughs> That's quality number one in a woman. If anybody ever want to ask me what, what's the number one quality, get you a woman that can say, I'm sorry. Oh, I was yeah, wrong. Yeah, you have to... You have to Ooh, that's hard that to find, though. That is the though. shit. Uh, what's the, what, it's, it's something that I seen the other day. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> what did I see the other day? Give me my phone, baby, real quick. So Not I'm even I'm sorry. Like, you really... I don't know. Sorry is so loosely to me. I, mm-hmm. I don't mean like nobody saying sorry. We got to start there really? at least. You know what I had it's sorry. Ago. It's not sorry. I apologize. Yeah. I I'm, I want to I want to get your forgiveness, but not sorry. Sorry is so it's sorry. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. You have to be mature enough to know sometimes that you are the toxic person mm-hmm. in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And true. not the other person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes right. you are the person that's wrong, and instead of just saying I'm wrong, you want to blame it on the other person. Like both of y'all got issues that y'all need to deal with. Yeah. It's not just and one it person. Be personal too. <laughs> I, I, I think sometimes that leads to you never healing because you don't accept the fact that you actually you were the person in yeah, the wrong, or you did that, something or that you wrong. Ever do something wrong. Like you have to be able to at some point. At in at the course of any breakup, be able to sit there and say, you know what, I probably did fuck up with this, mm-hmm. or I did fuck up with this, or I yeah. was wrong with. Like you have to be able to get to a point where you say that. And if you don't, to me, you're gonna keep stepping in the same trap no matter what, because you always gonna sit there and have that mentality that I ain't never did nothing wrong. Like or I'm always the good guy. Yeah, and that's not even the case. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you have you have to be able to do that. You know, I don't know. Um, uh, it, it's weird that you somehow how, how you saw a post from your ex. I told you when I got here, I, I ran into one of my exes on the way up here today. Yeah, um, and it was just like, hey, you know, the wave and the hug and stuff like that. Right. Um, and it's it's just if we would have had one of those relationships or one of those endings where we was or we tried to be mad at each other or we stayed mad at each other for forever, it probably would have been awkward seeing her today. But it really wasn't. It was just like, hey, mm-hmm. how you doing? You know, real quick, hello, and then we um. Out the door and up to the studio. Mm-hmm. So, mm. let's see if let's see if there's anything good in the in the feed right now. Uh, 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 Domi Ryan, what's up, Titan? He said that um, corrected behavior after an apology for him is is key. I think that is important because yeah. a lot of times people say sorry at a time. Like you say, sorry is just sorry. Uh, if it's if either if it's sorry or I apologize, either way, it's still just words mm-hmm. until you actually make steps to correct the actions. So. Uh, I, I, I can see. I, think I can even see if that. You say sorry to somebody. You still need to get my forgiveness. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. At yeah. By doing by doing something 
by correcting the issue. Yeah. So it's it's deeper than just saying sorry. Your sorry, actions have yeah. to, your actions have to, your actions. <laughs> yeah. I, I go based off actions. I don't go based off words because people could just say anything and not mean it, they or can, continue or continue they, to do the same thing. You can, but if we're talking about a mate. Mm-hmm. She got to be he or she whatever got to be able to speak truth in the action though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. I need to I need you to verbalize it to me, and then I need to see you implement. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I got to see both. We got to be able to do both yeah. those things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about being with you till I'm 80. You got to be able to be able to do both. Ain't no guessing. I need to know you. Sorry, you apologize, and whether you correct the behavior or just make sure I don't see the behavior. I'll do the same for you. It don't matter. Like I don't really care what you do with the behavior. I'm just letting you know I don't rock with it. Yeah. So if you want to then just mask it, then do that. Whatever you got to do. It yeah. don't matter. I had a person tell me one time, it was probably the, the realest shit I ever heard. They said, uh, lips will say anything. And I've been carrying that with me for like 20 years. Mm, that's true. Lips, was that was, you know, one of our uh, people that passed away like a couple years. Mm. No, about... Three four months ago, mm. she used to always say, "Lips will say anything," and that's mm. true. Mm. Your actions is what's going really for real, for real, tell mm. to tell of, of, of you. yeah, what you're trying to say. That's true, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's true. So, that's true. Getting real deep in here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was looking at this. I was wondering what, what Ryan was saying because I saw April um, respond to say that uh, you know, I guess if behavior keeps happening, who's really to blame? You for doing it or me for staying? I think uh, I, I think in that situation it goes 50-50 because what happens is if somebody's always complaining about something that somebody does, they only have two options. You're either going to deal with it or you're going to go yeah. at a certain point. Mm-hmm. You know, so and, and then on the opposite side of the person, if somebody's always can complaining we, or saying something to you about something. Can we dig into that, though? Go ahead. Dig away. Yeah. Can we dig into that? Because sometimes you let's, complain. Let's make about, a rolling stop at this time. Yeah, let's make a rolling stop at this time. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, this is what people don't want to hear, though. But whatever. You know what I do. Sometimes you're complaining about something because you're not emotionally mature enough to understand what's going on in this situation. So, unfortunately, just because you complaining, don't make it wrong or doesn't make it something that needs to be changed. Maybe you need to grow into understanding. That's true. Yeah. So some because you you'll have incomplete people complaining about complete thoughts. When you're the one who need to complete the thought, you need to get you need to get on this side of the of the of the stanchion. You need to jump over the wall and get on this side. I don't need to for in rap terms dumb down my lyrics mm-hmm. so that you don't complain no more. Sometimes you're complaining. It will go away once understanding meets the other person's actions. Does that make any sense? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like so sometimes I get it, but if if you, if two people not equally yoked in a, in a relationship wise when it comes like the mentality, then yeah. if you complaining about something that don't need to be complained about, that's on you. Yeah, I'm not about to. That's I'm fine. not going to adjust to incomplete thought because just because you got a intense feeling about it. Mm-hmm. No, I'm cool. You can either I can adjust if I'm if I'm incomplete in my thought, I can adjust and gain some understanding. Or if it's vice versa, if you incomplete your thought, you need to adjust and come on this side of it. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't adjust. I adjust to sound logic and sound, you know, in a relationship. If you have a woman who has sound understanding, all right, I'll adjust everything in the world. 
But sometimes people need to understand that they a little incomplete in their thought. But whatever, I can get to that. They don't want to admit that. <laughs> no, that's I ain't gonna get to that, but I was just into that. Yeah, that's it, exactly. Because <laughs> it's always the man's the man's fault in these situations. That, that's not true. No, I'm talking about in our shout oh, out to okay. DMST feed. <laughs> shout out to um April in the feed. April is a chair mm-hmm. up here. You have never sat down on the main at main episode. Right. I mean, you, she's been around when we've recorded, but. Just You've never sat down, April. Yeah, since since the early, early days, like the beginning. So, April, there's a chair up here with your name what on it. She, it's too, it's she, too, she said, screamed at me twice. Yeah, after an apology. Yeah, she, she yeah. emphasized that. Yeah, she said that complaining <laughs> complaining, and changing your behavior after an, after an apology are two totally different things. That's what she was saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You agree. All right, so we're going to go ahead and try to get out of here on one more topic. Because we just hit an hour. or we coming up an hour and 15 minutes. So, we're going to... We gonna do one more you want me today. To throw to it? Yeah, you go ahead because I, I put it down, but I think we kind of got the same thing. Go ahead. Yeah. So um, this I text y'all this week. The reason yeah. why I want to throw to it because I don't I don't know exactly which way we are gonna jump into this kind of double dutch. I don't really know which way you can go into it. To to give a brief explanation about what happened, it's not really what we are gonna discuss, but just to kind of let you know where this stems from. Um, Colin Kaepernick, NFL, you know, nailing all that different kind of stuff. Y- y'all understand that, right? All right. He sometimes women don't be paying no attention. Don't be caring about football. They don't be caring about that stuff. He kneeled or whatever. They, they they blackballed him from the NFL for three years. He had a workout. The NFL was trying to control everything with the workout. Yeah, they tried to dick him. Yeah, they tried to play him around. So he switched everything on them at the last minute. A bunch of teams were supposed to come to to the workout. The NFL organized when he switched it. Only eight teams came. So twenty five was supposed to go to the up one. He switched it to a field eight eight uh, hour away. Only eight teams came or whatever. And then he gave his passion speech afterwards about how stop running. I'm ready. I've been ready for three years. They don't want me to blah blah blah. Stephen A. Smith. I will reserve well, what I'm, I really feel about him. For yeah, I'm not a fan of him, but but that's besides the point for this conversation. No, no, not for, but no. Stephen, yeah, Stephen A. Smith. I'm not a big fan. Yeah, he he's he's an analyst on ESPN, and what he did was he got on there and they were talking about it, and he was highly critical of how of Colin Kaepernick handled the whole situation. How he handled the situation. Yeah. All right. So this is my question. Called him a martyr. Yeah, called him a martyr. <clears throat> um, and then Terrell Owens, an old football, an ex football player, got on there and said, um, "The other co-host who is white is Max more Kellerman. black than Stephen A. Smith mm-hmm. because of some of his comments." I wish we had the comments so y'all could hear. We got to get that um, you know, um, you know, soundboard. Yeah. Anyway, um, so the question is, as black people, when you're given a platform, do you have a responsibility to black people? Yes. That's kind of what I was going to ask. But yeah. yeah. So that, to me, I feel like that, this, this is where I want to go with it real quick. Break it down where my mind is. I know this is going to sound crazy. You know, something's wrong with me. But this is where my brain went. <laughs> it's like a eulogy, right? Somebody, I know it sounds crazy. Yo, analogies. Yeah, it's like a eulogy. <laughs> Feel where I'm going though. If I'm tasked with standing on a, on the platform, up on the, in the pulpit, and I have the responsibility of Uncle Whatever's eulogy, I could stand up there and say, "Yeah, he ain't pay his taxes. He had a chicken in Warrensville land one down the way. He, you know, got arrested twice for this." I could do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm tasked with a platform. So you know what my goal is? Is for when people leave this funeral, that they have a positive outlook, a positive view on Uncle Tyrone when they leave. That's my task. 
What I'm saying is if I'm a black man on television and I have a platform, my task is to make sure when people turn the TV off, they have a positive view of black people, a more positive view of Colin Kaepernick than they had before they turned the TV on. That is my role. I have no other role that comes before that. And I hate that they hide behind. I'm just being real. Yes, if I'm reading Uncle Tyrone's eulogy, I could be real. But that's not the point. I'm not here to be real. I'm here to cast a good light on Uncle Tyrone's homegoing service so when everybody walk out these doors, they can smile better on his life. (laughs) Because close family and stuff, they already know what Mr. Tyrone does. <laughs> black people already, we know, already the, know the stuff going on in black community, bro. I don't need you, Stephen A. Smith, mm-hmm. to get on. If you get on TV and you start disparaging mm-hmm. black people, you're only disparaging us to people who aren't black. Exactly. Because we already know the dirty laundry. Yeah. Exactly. We don't need you to do that, bro. Like, I almost want to fight Stephen A. Smith because he stands on this as if we're stupid for questioning him. You have a mission. Like, you have the biggest platform on earth for black people. Mm -hmm. Like, more black people watch you, more humans watch you speak about things than any other black male on planet earth. Mm. You are tasked with shining a good light on on us, eulogy style. You are. People should feel better about black men and women when you get done talking. Mm -hmm. It's just that simple. And when they don't, when they look at us in a more worse. negative light, you failed us, bro. You have failed us. Stephen A. Smith is failing us, man. That's, I mean, I don't know. It, it pissed me off earlier this week. I got some. My bad. I, um, <laughs> they're like, well, shit, how do we follow that? First of all, I've been stewing on it all week, man. It's annoying. First of all, I'd like to uh, give honor. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> uh, thanks to uh, Tyrone was a good man, <laughs> uh, brother Dev, because oh man, he said everything I was gonna say. <laughs> My bad, No, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's a situation where when I when I when I first of all, before he even did the national televised, mm-hmm. he did an actual thing for his little pod, little radio thing that he did mm-hmm. when he called him a martyr See, and all this other stuff. I thought that was the part that was more for a show. I thought that was the but go ahead. I'm sorry. And you no. can't do that. And no, my bad, my bad. But, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, go. 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 It, it, it makes you look a certain type of way when you do things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, you know the reasons behind Cap doing what he been doing. You know what he fighting for. Why are you being that individual that's going to absolutely positively bring a negative light to him when absolutely the NFL been fucking with him since day one. Hence the reason he hasn't played in three years. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been scouted in three years. And he's a Super Bowl Super Bowl quarterback. Yeah. Man, you real wow. quick, you want to know what Steve, this is why I say platform. Do you know if Stephen A. Smith says something, it's like CNN news. It's not just ESPN news. Like, they were talking about the Colin Kaepernick stuff. So the thing was, they, they they gave him this form or whatever. They gave Colin Kaepernick this waiver to sign that like really signed away his rights to sue the NFL if they messed him over. Mm-hmm. So, and this is where he dropped the ball because people were, it was, it was crazy. Same week of that and the, the Miles Garrett helmet stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about why, you know, why didn't he just sign the waiver? Or why didn't Miles say something about the the the, the, the racial slur but you know, before he met with the NFL, 
I need Stephen A. Smith, a black man with the biggest platform in the world for a black male, to say out of his mouth, black people, black men and women in general do not trust white establishments. We have to work in them. We have to mm-hmm. live in them. We have to find some way to thrive in them. But if you're asking us if we trust them, the answer is no. So if you're asking me why didn't why didn't Colin Kaepernick trust the NFL? Because inherently, black people don't trust white folks like that when it comes to you. We're, I'm having to work out at your facility. You have all the film. You're gonna you're gonna disseminate. You're gonna pass out all the footage from my workout. Oh, you already didn't give me a job for three three years. I don't trust y'all. Well, yeah. I need I need Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith has the power to start a national conversation that we probably need to have. Mm-hmm. Black. People don't trust inherently, not all, I'm not saying every single one of them, but inherently, generally, we don't trust white folks. And somebody like Stephen A. Smith needs to say that because for whatever reason, white people believe this dude is like the gospel. Well, Stephen A. Smith said is right. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what somebody needs to say that out loud with five million people watching. But he's scared to say it. I don't understand why. Because the nature of, I hate to say it, but. The reality is a lot of black people come from poverty and different things. This is just my personal opinion. When you reach a certain level in life, a motherfucker's scared of losing that. So I look at it like he he don't want to say or or do, you know, Mm. certain things because he don't want to lose what he got. Mm -hmm. That's the difference between what we talked about before, being a motherfucker that's going to have to sacrifice Somebody got that for, for the movement. Yeah. We talked about this previously mm-hmm. we, we have. in different podcasts. Sometimes you got to sacrifice. He has the biggest platform ever. Just like Malcolm did. Just like Martin Luther did. They had the biggest platforms ever. But guess what? They sacrificed their lives for it. We got, I'm sorry. Everything, I hate to say it, I'm going to be the first to say it. A lot of black people in the world nowadays is watered down. Mm. Absolutely. Uh. That's not going to sacrifice that. Mm. Or going to put put them in a in a position where they're gonna lose because when you come from where you come from, you don't want to you get it and you don't want to lose it. I don't. So you're right not gonna lose it. Yes, right. Yeah, right yeah. Because why would they want us? This is the thing. I don't they think they want us to fear that the overly um, liberal millennials are pretty much driving media right now. So I don't even know why he's scared. Like. Society wants Lizzo. Society wants Cardi B. Like, they don't want cookie cutter. It's not going to work. Ten years ago, Lizzo could not be a star. That's true. Oh, yeah. It's just... It, That's true. So, even, like, right now, it, it, it's, like, double-sided. One, one, you're cheating black people. Two, you don't even have a good read right now. If he was to do that and say the truth, he would be... Stephen A. will be on every show from here to Timbuktu because they're they, they they're dying for somebody to just tell the truth. Yeah. Just tell the truth. Is I, I hate to say it, you know, I always joke about him. It's the reason why that side of the country rock with Donald Trump. It's the reason why they rock with him. It's yeah. gonna be the reason why they rock with him in November. Right. How y'all feel about that? Because no matter what, he tells the gods yeah. the honest yeah, he truth. Does. And it don't yeah. matter how it makes him look. He just going to say what he's saying. And I know Either he can like it or you don't. Still. <laughs> Who need more of those? <laughs> A whole lot. And people, and people always say that he got white privilege. 
as brash and as high ranking as he we've never seen that before. It was so crazy because he was sitting like, are you going to do that when you get a job? You know, when you, you're trying to get a job, you, you can't act like that. You can't. This, I'm, I'm sitting there yeah, like, Stephen, nigga, who are you? What? what? You got on a Kunta Kente shirt? Dude, I was sitting there like, because I, I used to love Stephen A just because he was being like, I felt like his expressions was like an expression that would be me on a on a televised situation. Mm -hmm. But when he said certain things, I was like, okay. All right, bro. I, uh, yeah, it hurt my soul. It really did. I think he was trying to make a point, but in Stephen A fashion, he has to be the loudest one <laughs> in the room. In the world. <laughs> so when he says stuff that's that's ridiculously loud and trying he, he he's always trying to make a point that that tends to get lost in, in, in translation. I don't think he's completely wrong. If y'all can hate me, I don't I don't think he's completely wrong. He's I not think, wrong, but we I, need to have that conversation on ESPN when you got the biggest platform in the world. Had that conversation one on one with Cap. In the media, I need you at the at the funeral. Don't tell me how bad of a man Uncle Leroy was. I don't want to hear that at the in the pulpit. You might be right. We all know he had a family down the street, but you reading his eulogy. Don't do that in front of company. That's the problem I got with him right now. But you, my bad. I'm sorry for jumping. But you, you right. He is right. He right. Yeah, I guess that's that's you right. You right, man. I'm that's, sorry. that's 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 where we go. I mean, I, I guess that's no, no. I mean, you are right, but I guess I, I don't know. I I, I just I, I, when people say something that's right, I I don't really have a problem with people saying something that's right. But we gotta, like you said, you gotta do it in a, in a better way. He could have made his point and also still sat there and said everything you just said. Mm -hmm. He could have still sat there and said, but the reason he didn't do this is because black people don't trust the, the, the establishment and black people. <laughs> yes. this and black. So he could have accomplished both things. I, I can't. Of course, he went too far. Of course, he, again, is the loudest person in the world, but he did speak some truth. Mm -hmm. But you do have a responsibility because the question I want to ask you before we wrap this up, like when I wrote it down about the T.O. thing or whatever it was. Is it every black person's responsibility to always stand up for black people no matter what? Yeah. Does it seem like that's what people are supposed to do? And I'm not standing up for ignorance a lot of times. Though. Yeah, I don't think mm. we stand up for ignorance. No. <laughs> I don't think we should stand up for ignorance. But I don't feel like what Cap did was ignorance. Yeah. No, he wasn't. That's he, what no, I'm saying. Cap, no, Cap didn't do ignorance. No, but he's not, not very, at all. But there's very little I wouldn't stand up for. That's right. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, no, you good. <laughs> <laughs> you good. Um, what I'm saying. On the Trump side of things, what I'm saying is in order to make your footprint, cor not correctly, in order to make your footprint and kind of put your foot on people's necks, there's very little that I wouldn't stand up for a black man or woman for. It's very little. Like, Miles Garrett almost killed a man. They had a pinata with a with a jersey on him in the, in the tailgate today, yeah. today hitting yeah. it with a steal his helmet. I got that level of I'll rock with you. Hey, but did he kill him? So was free Miles Garrett. Like that's why I'm a black people. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm a rap. Should he have hit him in the head with the helmet? No. Was he wrong? No. Did he get six games for he was it? Wrong, no. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he was, yeah he was I mean, yes, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. he was wrong for all that. Do I still rock with him? I still rock with him. That's what I still rock with him. Am I going to be free Miles yeah. Garrett to the... Yeah, like yeah, that's how with black yeah. people. Yeah. It's very little. If yeah. he would have killed him, I would have had to cancel Miles Garrett. 
Yeah. Anything short of killing him. Yeah. <laughs> Even if he killed him. Ninety nine point eight percent of stuff a black person do, I'm around with him over. Yeah, but did you die though? But yeah. did OJ get off though? Yeah, he got off. Yeah. So uh, he free to me. Real, real, he ain't killed him. Real quick, April. I, is she okay. asked she asked, was there any truth to uh in his point, in our opinion well, in your opinion. I don't know if she asking you or whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we kinda answered it before I started the question. Oh, yeah, but yeah. yeah, there there was some truth in it. I think I do think Colin mishandled some of this stuff this week. I, I honestly feel like when we talk about um, somebody actually risking it all or, or just saying or being that person that just says, all right, I'm going to be the one. That's what you're doing. Colin's supposed to be the one. But I agree with Charlemagne this week from Breakfast Club, from, 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 the, from the Billion Idiots, where he was just like, if this is the case, if you know this is what they're doing to you, then stop fucking with them. Mm-hmm. Like, stop fucking with them. Like, you you knew they were going to fuck with you. Once they gave you that waiver, you knew they were fucking with you. This, this is the thing. This and we got to, I, I know we want to rap because okay. we, we want to make sure she, it's getting later. We got the little one in the room with us today. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just think, you know, I think this whole thing, I think Colin got a plan. I mm-hmm. think he's executing it. Then you got to show me then, cause cause I I I'm lost with it a little bit. I'm actually a little lost, but that's we can I guess we can get into that a little bit more mm-hmm. on a different day. I'm still a little bit lost with it though. Um, but either way, I, I do. He feel, was, I, they blackballed him. For, so they, he, they blackballed him for three. Did he really think he was on? It was gonna be on the up and up. Yeah. So he said, "No, I'm gonna do my own." Like they 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 ran him. They that ran means, him. So so why are you going to the establishment that you know don't want you in? The, like as black to people, we, we what point are you proving though? That I'm still good enough. <laughs> Nigga, we know you good enough. The league knows you're good enough. You ain't got to go to them and do that. Well, this goes, my bad, this goes back to Stephen A thing. We know he's good enough. They know he's he good enough, He needs everybody to know he's Maybe. good enough. And, and the reason, okay, sometimes we get lost in translations with different things. You just said, well, nigga, why go fuck with that because of this and this and that? Okay, go tell that to them people that sat at them restaurants at them table stands that was getting spit on. That was, to have them rights to go in that restaurant back in the fifties and the sixties, mm. it's about not necessarily me, but it's progressive for the people that's coming after me. But see, that's I, the reality I, of I it. I get, I get that. That's the reality it's of it. Niggas in the league right now. I yeah. mean, three of them scoring for the Browns yeah, today. I so I'm saying, but it's just, but, it, but it's still a situation where he was blackballed for what reason? Because well, we he know. took a stance. That's yeah. the so part. That's the where day, the argument falls apart. Is yeah. when people he was blackballed for being. Black with an opinion. Yep. It's basically true. it was niggas shut up. Yes. That's true. All right, y'all. Like Dave Chappelle said, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Nigga, go fix me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's basically what it is. Yeah. All right, go y'all. Go score me a touchdown. All right, y'all. We're gonna wrap up for that today. We want to apologize for the audio in the beginning. Yeah, well, that oh. was just something wasn't plugged in. Who knows why that happened? But anyway. <laughs> Um, we want to thank you for being here, Yana and Jess. Thank you. Uh, go ahead thank and give you. give your information again where they can find you. The single is out right now, Magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, give them the information where they can find you. Again, my name is Yana Yvonne. You can find me on any social media under Y-A-N-N-A underscore I-V-O-N-N-E. That's Yana Yvonne. And the single? And the-, and the single is Magic featuring Young Scrat from L-O-E. And you can get that on mm-hmm. anywhere that you can get music, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon. The list goes on. <laughs> All right. All right. And just giving your information where they can find you and everything that you're doing right now. Um, so my business page is back up. Instagram and Facebook. It'll be Crown Dynasty 
No, Crown underscore Dynasty 19. Okay. And let's see. <laughs> All right. All right. So we want to remind everybody, too, that um, we did start recording season two of after mm-hmm. of DMST Absolutely. After Dark Absolutely. last week. Um, we'll talk about that after the show, Dev. I got to let you know about that. But um, we, yeah, I'll let you know. Um, but yeah, we did. We did start recording DMST After Dark. So we want to put that out for people also, because I know we got a lot of stuff last year when we did season one. Um, yeah. People were saying, hey, I really want to be on the show. I really want to be on it. So. We're going to open this up for our ladies. If you want to be on DMST After Dark, make sure you reach out to us. Yeah. Um, we will have a chair open. We're doing it a little bit differently this year. Shout out to Callie. Uh, she will still be involved in season two. I still have to talk to her about it. Yeah. Um, she'll still be involved in season two. She'll actually probably be on the bulk of the shows, I'm thinking. Um, but we have some slots open for any lady that would like to be on the show. DMST After Dark season two. Absolutely. We'll be recording on Sundays. Um, I guess about nine o'clock on Sundays once we get done with our main show here. Disclaimer. Uh, disclaimer, go ahead. Yes. When we say it's after dark, it's after dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we turn off all the lights in here. We light a couple candles in here. And it's, all, and, it's grown folks business and we get into it yeah so we get into it. so after dark is coming soon uh again we're recording now we're going to do i guess another 10 shows i guess for season two season one did pretty well season one did pretty man, well man, that's, it was dope yeah so um so again if you if you are interested email the show dmst16 at yahoo.com or, or reach out to us on all of our any one of our social media um either here on facebook or um you know ig twitter everything we are dmst boys b-o-y-z real remember, quick for my bad side. No, one thing I loved about one <laughs> after dark is it seems like from looking at the numbers, people listen to one and then they listen to all ten. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because they're the kind of similar. Even. Yeah. It's yeah. dope. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a dope amount for every single one. It's like I was nervous to really look. I looked at the beginning, then no. I kind of just was like It's uh, crazy, man. But, yeah. That's good. That's good. All right. Uh and remember, uh DMSTboys.com. Mm-hmm. Which I think we probably still got to we still okay. got to update, yeah. Mm-hmm. But dmstboys.com is where you can get all of our information. Also, so we're gonna go ahead and get out of here. Uh, anything coming up? We got we got to know about Ohio State, Michigan. It's this mm-hmm. week. I guess this is the first time in three years we're not doing a, a get together with we'll our people from Detroit. One. You fucked it up, brainstorm. What you said the M word? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that team. That team up north. That team up north. Gamora, Gamora, Gamora. The Ohio State and uh and that team up north. Uh, I saw. I actually saw BJ signing to the feed earlier. Our homie yeah. from Detroit. He know we are gonna get in that ass on Saturday as usual. Um, that's probably why he ain't trying to come out for the game and not like that. Yeah, right. pause. In the but, football uh, sense. Yeah, <laughs> definitely in the football sense. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but so that's coming up this week. And like I said, it's first time in three years. We I guess we're not doing the meetup for Ohio State and um uh, and that team up north. You I know, mean, well we talked about being up here and just watching the game up here. And I still got we, the DJ on Saturday wings, too. Some food. So, Drink. Yeah, you want to know? What yeah. time you DJing? About to start at four, but my brother may go uh, get it started for me, and then I will meet him up there. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Keep um, stay tuned this week. Yeah. Um, you know what? We go. We will talk. You know what? Preliminary. We have an open invitation. Come on up. <laughs> Watch the game, man. All right. Yeah. Music, food, we'll be liquor. I mean, that's you know that's what we always do. Sounds nearish to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds real, easy, <laughs> sounds real, real easy to me. You know what I'm saying? All right. All right, Playboy, give them all your shits. All right, man. Well, you know what it is, man. At the end of the day, man, it's Playboy the DJ, Playboy D-A-D-J. You can find me on uh, Instagram, Playboy underscore James 3. 
You can find me on Facebook under my government. If you know me, then you know me. They know you. And you can find me on uh, all DMST boy, DMST podcast platforms, man. All right. Dev, give him all your shits. This is Big Dev. You know, I talk a lot of trash. <laughs> Do rolling stops. Yeah, so I'm just trying to spread love in a world full of hate, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Love y'all. Love everybody tuned in, man. If you don't love me back, it's cool. My mama do. Real big deal. Two one six. Everywhere. Everywhere. Nigga. Period. Everywhere. Period. All right, y'all. We already gave y'all all, all the ways y'all could find us. Once again, DMST after Dark Season Two will be coming soon. Recording starting now. If y'all are interested, um, definitely get with us. Um, Listen I with am- your headphones in. <laughs> yeah, especially at work. Uh, I am DJ Brainstorm for you and all social media. Uh, as I tell y'all every single week, it may be dark today, but the sun is still going to come up tomorrow. So while you are here under the sun, live this motherfucking life to the best of your motherfucking Freaking ability. Mickey Vicky life. All of that. <laughs> <laughs> I am DJ Brainstorm for you and all social media. That is DJ Brainstorm, the number four, the letter. You better live your life. And we out of this bitch, y'all. Peace. 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 Thank you. Ooh, Crown Dynasty. <laughs> Hello? Hey, look, man, I got a lot going on. I don't feel like arguing with you. Nigga, stop playing with me. Stop playing. See, this is what I mean. You know what? <laughs> it's cool. Bye. I got trust issues. And you're the reason I don't want love no more. No. I thought you were the one, but you're built like my last one Delete my number and go back to where you came from, boy That dumb communication shit, you always playing games and shit Like this not a relationship I think you need to be by yourself, cause you need some help And I can't do it for you, no I hope you find a girl who pleases you right I hope you find a love that's better than mine, boy You wanted some magic, so watch me disappear Disappear I hope you find a girl who pleases you right I hope you find a love that's better than mine, boy You wanted some magic, so watch me disappear So sick and you crying You heard I've been cheating That's just what your jealous ass friends say friend I get it, I got it But I don't be asking what nigga you text be trying to flex. Or be calling you private Enough about us, I'm no longer excited This relationship not. suck, it's been nothing I'm, but violent I'm, I'm out yeah. at a party and you ain't invited I went out on my own Enjoy you some silence Your attitude ugly, you know I don't like it I think we talking, you think that we fighting <laughs> Girl gon' be mad on your own Ain't go through that all alone And living like this cause it's wrong I'm not. You really don't make it at home Come on. I hope you find a girl who pleases you right. I hope you find a love that's better than mine, boy. You wanted some magic, so watch me disappear. Watch me disappear on you. Watch me disappear on you. I hope you find a girl who pleases you right. I hope you find a love that's better than mine, boy. You wanted some magic, so watch me disappear. Watch me disappear.